It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. This is the Locked On Bengals podcast on a Wednesday. Great to have you in my mock draft 2.0. Up right now at LockedOnBengals.com. Go there, check it out. Follow on Twitter at LockedOnBengals at James Rapine. Combined between both accounts, we're nearing 7,000 of you. Thank you so much. For following on social media and if you're not please do so check us out on itunes spotify google play stitcher wherever you get your podcast the iHeartRadio app etc it's there every podcast posted at lockedonbengals.com and if you're new to the podcast well it's simple we do this every single day we look at the cincinnati bengals i'm james Rapine. I work for the home of the Bengals, ESPN 1530 and 700 WLW in Cincinnati in the locker room during the season. Try to give you the latest, greatest, uh, latest, greatest. I combine breaking and greatest uh, news out there for you. And also on the website, we have a team of writers at LockedOnBengals.com. Latest thing written there that wasn't mine was uh, Locked On Bengals prospect spotlight as Solomon Tetman's prospect spotlight continues with Rashawn Evans, Alabama linebacker. I like what he wrote about him. I like what he wrote about Leighton Vander Esch. Did the Bengals take one of them in my mock draft? Check it out, LockedOnBengals.com. I tweeted it out as well. And I want to get to that, but first let's start with a move the Bengals are expected to make. Multiple reports say that the Bengals had a physical or, or that Chris Baker had a physical with the Bengals, excuse me, yesterday. And if you don't know who Chris Baker is, he was a former Washington Redskin, former Tampa Bay Buccaneer, He signed a three-year deal in free agency with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers last year that was expected to be worth up to $15.75 million. Had nine and a half sacks in Washington in 2015 and 16 seasons combined. And last year, played 455 snaps for Tampa, didn't really have an impact, just had a half a sack, played in 15 games, and there were concerns. There were concerns about him in the locker room. And this, uh, let's see here, this is from TampaBay.com, and let's see, Bucks Chris Baker smiling after the game in his big encroachment penalty led to scuffle in the locker room. So apparently some kind of penalty led to something, and, and here's a, an excerpt from that. An ugly screaming match that erupted into a scuffle between teammates in the locker room following the Bucks 22-19 loss at Carolina Sunday involved the offsides penalty by defensive tackle Chris Baker. Apparently, several players took issue with Baker smiling and uh, lack of remorse attitude following the game. Baker hasn't lived up to expectations this season. He has 32 tackles and a half a sack. What's more, some players and coaches feel as if his attitude has been poor from the beginning in terms of effort, especially given what the Bucks are paying him. Unfortunately, the level of accountability demonstrated in the locker room Sunday didn't happen earlier in the season or training camp. Look, it's concerning. It's concerning because... Chris Baker was a, a guy that Tampa signed to be a part of their defense last year, be a big part of it. Here's the good news if you're the Bengals. You're buying low. You're buying a guy that, well, has a lot to prove. And there, I have no problem with it, no issues. We'll have Joe Goodberry on tomorrow. I'll ask him about it. I'm sure he's seen Baker on film. Ultimately, he's not going to be a stud. He's going to play 
in the middle along with a bunch of other guys that are playing in the middle. He's not going to replace Andrew Billings or replace Ryan Glasgow or replace Gino. No. Just going to be a piece. Can do what Pat Sims did maybe. Can slide into that role. Can play some snaps for you. And who knows? Maybe you get a guy on the cheap that doesn't hurt the compensatory pick process in 2019 and uh, it can help them. Maybe it does. Maybe it does. I don't hate it. It's just a guy for me. It's just a guy. Why not take a look at him if you think so? It's just like when they signed the lineman um, a couple weeks ago from New York, and his name escapes me. I'll find it here in a second. But, like, yeah, signing guys, okay, fine. Take a look at him. Bobby Hart. Bobby Hart's that guy's name. So, it to me, this Bengals team, and they went after Kurt Coleman, the safety from Carolina, who ended up signing a three-year deal with the Saints, looking at Chris Baker. They're looking at uh, – looked at Kurt Coleman, who was released too – I expect them to look at Mike Glennon, who's going to be released before the league year starts, I assume, from the the Bears. That's what all reports say. And they need a backup quarterback. I could totally see the Bengals going after Mike Glennon. They don't want to hurt the compensatory pick process, especially if Tyler Eifert signs a deal somewhere. They'll want to get a pick in return from him. If a guy like um, A.J. McCarron obviously going to sign elsewhere, so they want to get a pick and return for him. So they're going to try to sign free agents that have been released that don't hurt that formula. But that's the problem. That's the problem. That cannot happen. That cannot happen. Because the more I mock, and I do the mocks with fan speak, which you can simulate. Anybody can do them. They're, and they're fun, and it's cool, and it's interesting to see. I don't know what great tackle they're going to get. And yes, you say trade up. I'm all about trading up, but I don't know if the Bengals are. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens in the draft. Obviously, we got about six weeks. We're going to go heavy draft on this podcast starting tomorrow with Joe Goodberry. That's why I got my mock draft 2.0 up. Get Joe's thoughts on it. And that's the thing is, when I do these, sometimes like people will subtweet it and they'll grade it and they'll be like, oh, I give you a B plus or B. I'm not doing exactly what I want to see. No, I'm doing what, based on the board, what I think the Bengals would do. And the Bengals take a quarterback relatively early in Mock Draft 2.0. They didn't in the first one. They did based on the board, and, and I think it makes sense. I think it makes sense. So check that out, LockdownBengals.com. I'm James Rapine. This is the Lockdown Bengals podcast. Look, they're going to make depth signings. They're going to go after some of these guys that are retreads, that were cut, that were moved on because of contract or otherwise. The Bengals always do that. But what will they do when free agency really starts? Are they going to get in and get one of these tackles? Not named Andre Smith. Cameron Fleming. The guy from Pittsburgh. Hubbard. Someone like that, man. Maybe go after a center not named Russell Bodine. That's what I want them to do. Heck, there was a big trade in the NFL today. We'll get to that on the other side. I'm James Rapine. This is the Locked on Bengals podcast. Make sure you follow on Twitter at James Rapine, at Locked on Bengals. And do me a favor. Please, please, please. Go to iTunes. Give us a five-star rating here. We're going to dive in all things draft. And while I'm thinking of it, the Locked on Reds podcast, they're making moves. It's It's been growing like crazy. I'm shocked at how many people have listened to the Locked on Reds podcast. 11 episodes in, I talked with Doug Gray of RedsMinorLeagues.com today. Make sure you check it out. If you're a Reds fan, it's on iTunes, LockedOnReds.com, also Megaphone, and I'll tweet it out as well, at LockedOnReds. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. 
Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. So the Seahawks made a move today, and it's a move that, well, you don't want to be making. (laughs) Because it it shows it's the end of their uh, Legion of Doom, so to speak. And there are... Differing reports on Richard Sherman and what's going to happen with his future, but he's reportedly meeting with Seahawks management today. I will, I do know this at this point. The Seahawks are trading defensive end Michael Bennett in a seventh-round pick to the Philadelphia Eagles for a fifth-round pick and wide receiver Marcus Johnson. I, can sin, I continue and continue and continue to be jealous of the Eagles. I'm jealous of the Eagles, and here's why. Because Howie Roseman's making moves, man. And I get it. I understand. They don't always work out. And free agency isn't the way you have to build the team. And it needs to be a complement of both draft and free agency. I love the draft. But the Bengals focus on the draft way too much. The Eagles got better. Yes, did they inherit money? Absolutely. But they got better today by adding Michael Bennett. And they did so. <laughs> they did so by trading back a couple rounds in the draft from 5th to the 7th and by giving up a wide receiver that never played for him. I, that's it. Like that. That's honestly, that's what I want the Bengals to do with their line. Get some guys that can help now. The draft, you're really going to, and I got this a lot, well, they need to take a tackle that can start day one with the 12th pick. That sounds great. It's hard to find that. And even if you do find that, what's their upside? How good are they going to be? I don't want the 12th tackle, the best tackle at 12, if he's going to be able to start day one and just be Russell Bodine. Russell Bodine. Bodine started day one and day two and day 444 and day 872. That doesn't mean that's what I want. And you shouldn't either. That's not the standard. Last year, the Eagles made all sorts of moves from receiver to line. Obviously, quarterback to, uh, heck, they traded for running back. Make some trades, Bengals. You have 11 picks. You're telling me right now. And I'm not saying they needed Michael Bennett. But you think the Bengals really kicked around the idea of adding a guy like Michael Bennett? No. No way. And that's fine. Again, that's fine. But what happens when the Michael Bennett of, Right tackles comes around. Or the Michael Bennett of left tackles comes around. What happens then? Because in my mind, a guy like Cordy Glenn, and I wrote about him in my offseason plan, can be had. Whether it's trading back from the 12th pick and trading back from 12 to 21 and adding Cordy Glenn in the deal. Something of that nature. I think that can happen. And so whether it's giving up a third or fourth or fifth or sixth round pick to get him, maybe a fourth and a sixth, it could happen. And that, to me, is why you got to consider it if you're the Bengals. I did that mock, and it's 11 picks. I don't want 11 rookies on this team. (laughs) I don't, because 11 aren't making the 53. And then we'll pay attention to that one, and they'll go on and move on like Jake Elliott and have success, and then we'll kill the Bengals for it. Or they could have used that fifth-round pick on someone that could help the team. 
whether it's trading up to get the tackle they want or the center they want or trading it for an established veteran or drafting someone at a position where you could cut that respective veteran, like drafting a corner, moving on from Adam Jones, using that $6 million in free agency for a tackle. There you go. But that's how the Eagles think. That's how we see it right now. Michael Bennett goes to the Eagles. Their defensive line, which got to Brady in the biggest moment of their life, just got better. That's it. Will it work? Do I think the Eagles are going to win the Super Bowl again this coming season? No, but they're going to be really damn good. And the only reason I say no is because it's the law of averages. Very rarely does that happen. Very rarely are we going to see that. So, eh, I just want the Bengals to make some moves. Obviously the right moves. I don't want them to trade you know, Andy Dalton for the 50th best tackle in the world. But I think that there's more there that they could do. There's room. There's certainly improvement that could be made if you're the Cincinnati Bengals. I'm James Rapine. This is the Locked on Bengals podcast. Joe Goodberry will be on this podcast tomorrow. And yesterday was the, the deadline for the franchise tag. And the Bengals didn't use the franchise tag on Tyler Eifert. And I get why they didn't use the franchise tag on Tyler Eifert. He's injury prone. And, well, he's gonna he would make $9.8 million on the franchise tag. I get it. It's insane. Here's what's not insane. And just follow my logic for a second. If the Bengals aren't going to use, and there's money there, use that money on outside free agents, like tackles, like linebackers, like centers, like guards, to to help the team in 2018. If they're not going to do that, then why do I care what Tyler Eifert counts for against the cap? Or what what do I care about how much money it costs? I want him. Do you follow my point? Because... The idea of, oh, Tyler Eifert isn't worth that makes sense if they're going to use that money elsewhere. Heck, pay Andy Dalton $50 million a year. Because if they're not going to use that money that he saves them, and and I'm kidding about the 50, but 30, pay him 30. Because if not, where's that money going to go? Mike Brown? I don't want Mike Brown getting that money. Rollover cap? I don't want that crap. That rhymed a little bit. No, I don't want that. What I want is quality players. I know Tyler Eifert went healthy as a quality player. So if the Bengals spent $10 million on Tyler Eifert or $1 million on backup left tackle from New Orleans, well, guess who I want? I want Eifert at $9 million. Not my money. It's not my money. And until the Bengals decide to use that money, then why do I care what they spend the money on? Heck, screw it. Give Geno 50 a year and, and Andy and, and just all the current roster and just build through the draft. If you're not going to use the savings Andy gives you and the savings you get from not paying Eifert and the savings you get from moving on from Adam Jones and the savings you'd get from moving on from LaFell, anyways, then you might as well just keep them forever. God, I'm frustrated. Can you tell? Can you tell I'm frustrated? We'll go with a, a new song today as well for the, the closing music. Lighten the mood a little. My God, think about that. Like, okay, they didn't franchise Eifert. They didn't, they're not going to re-sign Eifert, let's just say. What are they going to do? Give the Russell Bodine? Bodine? It's Bodine, I think. I always call him Bodine because that's how it looks. Drives me crazy. Or you could give it to a right tackle from New England who was really good last year named Cameron Fleming. He's in his prime. But no. So, yeah, sign Tyler Eifert to a, a, a 10-year, $1,000 million deal. 
better sound logic to me. If you're not going to use it elsewhere, I'd rather have Eifert on the team than not. Oh jeez, I'm not. I'm not about Mike Brown making money. I'm about winning. Eifert helps him win. I don't care if he's hurt. Unless you're going to use that money elsewhere to improve the team. I hope that made sense. I'm James Erpine. This is the Locked on Bengals podcast on Twitter. At James Erpine, at Locked on Bengals. Subscribe, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, wherever you get your podcast. And by the way, thank you so much for listening. Give us a five-star review on iTunes. Until tomorrow, Joe Goodberry will be on this show to discuss the offensive line in the draft, the good, the bad, the ugly. Rounds one through seven tomorrow on the Locked On Bengals podcast. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.